Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun. Day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one. Dr. Everything will be alright.
Right. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and dearly beloved, we gathered here to get through this thing called life. Oh, Prince! Prince! Oh, crazy. Life. The word means many... forever. Uh, we're, just, uh, we're done? Okay. How many episodes are we going to have to do this uh, this year that are based on uh, music icons passing away? I hope that's the last one. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Unless next week is Justin Bieber. Just saying. Oh, we can't lose the Biebs in the same week. I would, I would I think imagine karma should demand it to balance out the universe. But that's just me. Well, Drunk that being said, welcome to the three... <laughs> a, start. Okay. Sorry, I killed a, <laughs> Welcome to a... My bad. Paisley Purple edition of the 3 O'Clock Parade. Drunk at Disney just here in Orlando. Uh, and that... Lovely lady here, there. That's Rhiannon. Sorry, I ruined the show already. <laughs> and always way out there on the Golden Coast, it's Skipper Dick Ritchie. Our matey, we be on the West Coast today. Oh, it's Pirate Day? <laughs> sure, why not? Okay. And uh, welcome to 3 o'clock parade. Let's get this going. I'm Lots not going on this week. I finally have how to get to all the Ask Sour Boner questions now, so we should be not... Uh, ditching the uh, wrong people today, and uh, let's see what's going on. Just ditching the right people. <laughs> just, just, just ditching the right people. <laughs> what did everybody? Uh, I actually had a pretty big weekend. I went over to uh, Fort Wilderness and stayed at the campground for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Which, and I, as I always know how much I like Fort Wilderness, but it just still reminds me every time just what a great throwback. Fort Wilderness is to like the you know Walt Disney World, the Vacation Kingdom. We we left to go to Epcot and watch Bad Company at one point. That was a mistake. We should just stay at the campground. It was so great just yeah. being right there. Yeah, the campground's so much fun. Did you go to the campfire? We did. We I went love to the campfire. Yeah. Yeah. We it was 101 Dalmatians. What? We weren't sure till we got there if it was going to be the cartoon version or the live action. It was the original. Yes. So yeah, good. So we watched. 101 Dalmatians while we drank beer and made s'mores. Uh, I, I um, saw there's a few uh, hashtags for that weekend already. Oh, God. Who's, I mean, there was the one that we used, which was the Fort Awakens, which I have a feeling mm-hmm. these are not as uh, complimentary hashtags. Uh, Is that the, what I would... The Empire Strokes Back. <laughs> nice. And uh, the other one that I liked that, that uh-huh. Christy put up was... The lone or the the bone ranger, nice. Yeah, they're um, good. I this would be a good segue into what I have to contribute this week. Ooh, go. Um, so I, I took it upon myself to do some pro bono PR work for Drunko's oh, <laughs> Wild Wiener Weekend. Woo! Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so um, I came up with uh, the top ten slogans. For Drunko's Wild Wiener Weekend location, Fort Wienerness. No, nice. it's Wilderness. No. Wilderness. So, <clears throat> number 10. Fort Wienerness, the wildest ride in the Wienerness. <laughs> in th- the Wienerness. <laughs> number 9. Fort Wienerness, where pro bono PR work is literally pro bono. <laughs> number oh. 8. Fort Wienerness, where there's only one bar, a fake one, and it's called Cockett's Tavern. That's Crockett's Tavern. Number seven. Fort Wienerness, where cooking out always involves sausage in people's mouths. 
That's actually true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, number six, Port Munis, where the tents pitch themselves. <laughs> oh, my God. Number Especially five. in the morning. Yeah. Well, at number five, Port Munis, where every morning starts with wood. <laughs> <laughs> Port Munis, where it's important to establish if you're a top or bottom bunk <laughs> occupant. Oh, God. Number three, Fort Wienerness. Watch out for snakes. Number two, Fort Wienerness, where the theme song is I'm Going Down. I'm Yelling Timber. Oh, God. Oh. And finally. Nope. Number oh, one, Fort Wienerness, where the rides are always bareback. Oh, Ooh. wow. Man. <laughs> did, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. It, it said here she did some pro bono PR work. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea that it involved... More ridiculous slogans about my trip, but... Well, what else did you expect? Okay, that was pretty I'm a good. Giver. I gotta, I'm a giver. I'm not even going to touch that one, because... It, yes, there was... What she said. That's what she said. Took the opportunity to uh, do a camping weekend. We had um, theme park beer from Twitter. We had the Disney Cruise Line bog, Scott, and uh, my friend Dan, Crimson Kai Dan... And we had a, just a nice guy's afternoon. It has nothing to do with any of those things that you just said. There was sausage, and there was corn on the cob. But other than that, Ooh, texture. There was not. I mean, it was it was all on the up and up. I mean, I'll bet. Ribbed for her pleasure. His. The only thing that was being unrolled was a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone had their uh, own. Uh, uh, it gets cold at night. Well, you gotta huddle up for warmth. Actually, it did. It was a little chilly, uh, uh, like mm-hmm, in the morning. Mm-hmm, it was a little mm-hmm, chilly, mm-hmm. but um, it was nice. They had um, very nice. If you've never camped at the campgrounds, they have really nice bathrooms, showers. So it's a. Uh, it really isn't that bad. My air mattress kept. How falling. many it people was, can you fit in the shower at one time? I took. I, I took a shower alone. You probably could fit at least. You could probably fit two in there if you were. But you'd have to be oh, making okay. contact the entire time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, There's no mm-hmm. way of doing two people showering into there um, without actually touching. Well, there so, you go. I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to regret bringing this up now. <laughs> Except, You're uh, welcome. Um, of course, of all times, we went over to Epcot, and it was the guy from Bad Company who sang, I feel like making love. We were curious what the situation would be like. Like, Really, that's the only song that I knew of from them. So we mm-hmm. went there, and... And we were, we were a little late. But we were only like 10 minutes late. So the entire 20 minutes we were there was just a long version of Feel Like Making Love. So I have no wow. idea. It may have just been a 30-minute performance of that song. It that would be incredible. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, I would have been disappointed if they played anything else. So. Well, yeah. Anyways, that was a good time. Um, is everyone excited for, quote, unquote, free meals? Woo! The uh, Disney dining. The free dining has been announced, and a lot of uh, discussion about that showed up on social media on the idea of the free dining. Um, anybody have any thoughts on this? Well, just the same old, same old thoughts. Is that something that, like, when you, like, what are your first thoughts when you see free dining? That I can't participate, really. I mean, it doesn't make sense because you have to purchase a package, and so I already have an annual pass, so I'm not going to go and buy park tickets just to get quote unquote free dining because by the time I purchase the park tickets and then purchase the room without a discount, it's not free. It's actually more expensive. So it's built into the price. Yeah. And it just makes, and 
it just brings up and uh, I was talking today on there and it just it really brings up the idea of the Disney dining plan in general, which I think we've all talked about is was did not do great things for Disney World dining in general. So no. it's kind of like a, no. Like, it, it makes people come in and, and do a sit down meal every night of their trip that they wouldn't have done before. That's not even the problem, I think. I mean, the problem is why you would need all these snack credits you're not going to use, and then you have to order dessert, which maybe you didn't want. Maybe you're an appetizer person, because I know I am. I mean, I just think the structure of it, I don't want the sit-down part. It's just everything else, but that's just me. But it definitely, I mean, it's doing its job. These are the mo- some of the most busy times now of the year, especially for dining. Like, it's, it's really difficult to get... Uh, dining reservations during that time and the place this is obviously they pick it when it would normally be kind of less busy and it really does its job though i mean how much is dining plan now to get i don't know i haven't booked a package forever not a factual podcast (laughs) um and i kind of feel like they almost want it to be more like the cruise you know like you're on the cruise and everything's included so they're kind of trying to make it that way, but they don't want to just give you everything because that would be too cool. Well, I agree. I think I think that's one of the – there's several things that, have they, that they've been doing that have made uh, it try to be more like the cruise. And I think that's where Disney Dining Plan came from was like, yeah, I agree. Make it the all-inclusive um, for that. So I was trying to look and see how much they is. There's probably not just one package. They probably variable depending on what your package is. Are you talking about? Are you talking about your weekend again? Stop it! There was nothing. Uh, nothing. I'll just try to see if I can actually see how much it costs. They they, they definitely keep that uh, hidden as you're looking around through the information. But I know that uh, it definitely. Other people have done the math, and it doesn't. It, even at full price, it definitely uh, doesn't. Uh, yeah, I've, I've read plenty of those articles where. Somebody literally goes through every single menu and is like, okay, if you go to this restaurant and order this one dish and then this dessert, and like you have to stick to that every time, and you come out and be like, ooh, $20 a head. And if you don't, then you're coming out like at the very least $20 <laughs> in the hole. Exactly. <laughs> get if, your you, if you, shut up. If you follow <laughs> the plan perfectly, you might save a few dollars. Um, but I don't want Who wants to do that? Yeah, what bugs me generally, I remember when this first came out, is um, I always, before Disney Dining Plan, I actually really enjoyed Mama Melrose, and that's the one that always jumps in my head, because they had these really good, what I thought, at least in my opinion, were good, like Italian dishes, and they were pretty good, mm-hmm. and then they did Disney Dining Plan, and I went back, and it was all flatbreads, which is hmm. like, that's all they had, it was like, we're going to do flatbreads now, because I guess what the way it said is, like, let's say, for example, if you, um, if you... If your bill at Mama Melrose is a hundred dollars, what I was my understanding is the restaurant only gets like roughly fifty dollars of that. You know, they don't get the full price on these these meals from Disney. You know, they're whoever you know the the big pot of money of the Disney dining plan does not pay them the full value of what you're ordering. So they had to basically cut down on what they're offering because they're not making up that money. So all right, kind so, of annoying. I'm looking at the. Uh... Like if I was booking a reservation online, and I'm looking at July 20th through the 26th for just two adults, and uh, it's an extra $500 to do just the quick service dining plan, which is two quick service meals, one snack, and one drink mug per person. 
For how many days? Uh, six. Okay. It goes up. So hundred, basically a hundred dollars, roughly a hundred dollars a day for two people. Yeah, almost. Roughly. But that's and that's just the quick service. If you want the actual Disney dining plan, Mm. which is one quick service, one table service, one snack, and one drink mug, uh, it goes up almost eight hundred dollars. And if if you do the uh, deluxe dining plan, which is three meals per person. Two snacks and a drink mug. It goes up $1,400. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm and I mean, of course. The tops. Like, if we go to the Disney Platinum plan, that's like. Oh, shit. That's everything. Like, all the benefits of yeah. the deluxe. Does it include a bungalow? No. <laughs> Unlimited use of recreation activities like golf, which you don't need any of that. Yeah. No. Uh, in addition to Lanuba. Ooh, uh, I'll take that. Private in-room child care, a spa treatment, a fireworks cruise, damn, and a pre-arrival itinerary. Your rate what? goes up three thousand one hundred and twenty dollars. Who's paying for this? And you're sure it does not include a bungalow? <laughs> <laughs> it should. No, 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 this is this is this is not including the room. So it, what I did was uh, a water view room at the boardwalk which is four thousand dollars if you include park tickets four thousand four hundred and thirty five dollars damn uh adding the dining quick service takes it to forty nine sixty five the disney dining plan takes it to fifty two hundred the deluxe plan takes it to five thousand eight hundred and then if you shoot the works at seven thousand five hundred and fifty seven dollars <laughs> and ten cents i want to all right, I want to meet the people who are quote unquote shooting the works but staying at all star sports yeah, those people are well, great. Well, we can, we can price yeah. it out for All-Star if you want. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want All-Star a... Sports, but, like, deluxe dining plan, platinum package, whatever, like, boom. Yeah, I those meant, people when, are special. When I was um, a cast member at Disney, I was I uh, got a chance to meet a lot of guests, obviously, and I was talking to one family, and they were telling me, that, they're like, yeah, last time we did the, the platinum dining plan, they were telling me all about it, they're like, well, what ended up happening is you are, you you are included. You can do sit down breakfast, sit down lunch, and sit down dinner every day. And they said, so of course you're going to do that. And he said, all we were doing was eating. He's like, exactly. so you would book like you would book like a you know eight o'clock in the morning. You try to get an early breakfast at like eight in the morning, and then so let's say you did that at, at Ohana, and then you're going to go okay. Well, we're going to eat lunch at noon at yeah. Beer Garden, and then I. Six o'clock at uh, you know Kate May Cafe. Like, pretty soon. Are there good purging time. stations along the way? I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? Curl and purge. Yeah, that's great. I, oh. How do you? I I can't do that. Yeah, that's what they said. They're like, and they're like, it really. It, yes, it was really the food was excessive, but then also he said, um, what else? I mean, just the amount of time each meal yeah. at Disney yeah. takes probably almost two hours. By the time you actually yeah. show up, check in, eat, if you're taking your time and enjoying it. So anyways, it was like, he said, you always said I was terrible for that reason because you paid for it. So you felt now we have to eat all these sit down meals. He's like, he's like, sometimes you just want to, you know, grab a sandwich. <laughs> and he's like, but right? I couldn't justify. I just paid like what Rich said, I paid $2,000 extra for this or $3,000 extra. I can't justify just going and getting a sandwich. Yeah, I have uh, I have the All Stars for the same day. Let's do it. It's just two adults. So six nights. Six nights, six right? Six nights, two adults. Tickets, hotel uh, is one thousand seven hundred and forty nine dollars. 
Oh, that's a deal right there. I mean, it's not oh, terrible. Yeah. It's not terrible. But if you add the quick service dining plan, 2,278. <clears throat> if you add the regular Disney dining plan, 2,513. If you add the deluxe dining plan, 3,130. So you've almost doubled. And if you go Damn. all the way up to the top, $4,246. So a little over 4000 uh, Damn. And that's the thing. Here's what's funny is, Rihanna, you said all-star sports. What sucks about that is if you did that, you would have to travel to every restaurant. At well, least if yeah. you're staying at a at like a monorail resort or an, Ep- or an Epcot resort, at least for your dinners, you could stay somewhat close to your resort <laughs> and not have to travel to all these. That would be brutal. But even then, you don't want to have to limit yourself. So even if you were staying at, you know, Yacht Club, sure, you'd have a lot better options in that region. But, you know, you still might want to do Ohana. You still might want to do... Artist point, and so you're still traveling. Man, well, and as much as I love Disney dining, man, that would be. It's like that is. It's a lot. A seven night cruise starts at four thousand nine hundred and seventy two dollars. So it's for right two people. For two people. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of the same deal. Yeah. <clears throat> so interesting. Well, uh, I I definitely subscribe to the the idea. Of what I've been reading is just like don't even bother with the dining plan. Just um, yeah, you could, I have to agree. Definitely don't. So um, I do get why people are doing this. I, I saw a good discussion two people were having, and it was like, you idiot, why would you get the dining plan? And the other lady was saying, well, it works out for us. We did the math. There weren't any pass holder rates for that week anyway. So yeah, I, I especially had to if pay, you have, I had to, you pay have to buy price. your tickets anyway. Yeah, and they're like, so in certain situations it makes sense, but I think uh, they just the idea of free dining – get so much attention and and the main thing is yeah that it, it it's rolled in exactly um rich call your lawyer rich no, did shit. you see this guy uh, did you see this guy uh um is suing uh oh. disney world because he was he tripped over the during the parade he tripped over the curb at the magic kingdom this guy's an asshole. and uh, hurt his ankle wow <laughs> fucking idiot that's clearly Disney's problem. I know, right? Uh, I don't know how to cross the street or walk. I'm a grown man. And And here's what sucks. Is one of the cool things of Main Street is it looks and feels like a real street. And this is probably... They already took out the curbs in a lot of areas. My guess is this will lead to eventually not having curbs at all. Because they will... Insurance is going to come by, and they'll probably pay out for stuff like this and say, well, next time you're refurbing, let's just take out the curbs completely. I think they just have to have a test, and if you're an idiot, you shouldn't be allowed into the park. It's way, it's way cheaper. It's cheaper <laughs> than would, doing all that That work. would really cut down on right? the crowds. I think that'd be, that's a great idea. Be nice. You walk in, there's like 12 people left in the park. We're just high-fiving each yes. other. Woo! <laughs> we made it. Oh, we made you it. thought you were in? Oh. Hey. I love this. He doesn't <laughs> specify his injuries in the suit. He doesn't. Yeah, he won't specify his injuries. Because he stubbed his toe at worst. Yeah. <laughs> he claims. Whatever. I love it. He says uh, his main point is that the, he, he, the sidewalk could not be seen due to all the lights being turned off. And cast whatever. members never warned him about the elevated step. So they need to. Uh. Right, so the, you have to tell every single yeah, person. Like, well, what? yeah, because I know that if I am not verbally told that there is a curb, I'm not going to see it. So, 
that's why I hire somebody to walk around me. And basically, it's like, you know, a seeing eye human being for me, a non-blind person. So I cover my bases that way. I once felt um, like I was with my cousin at Animal Kingdom, and they had just opened the new restrooms over by what Expedition Everest. And in between the men's and the women's, there's a planter with a tree in it. Well, now, and anyway, at the time, they were just some extra potted plants in there. And I went to, like, hug my cousin, and I took a step back, and I tripped over a rock, and I literally, like, fell with my legs up in the air, like, stuck in the planter. And, you know you what know, they the takeaway message is? What? Stop trying to hug people. I know. I really should have. So, anyways... <laughs> I, and but it's funny. The next time I went, they had put a grate in there instead of the planters. So, mm-hmm. uh, but um, I, I, that was just me being stupid. It's it's crazy to blame them for me being an idiot like this guy was. Oh yeah, for sure. They, like they need that guy from um, Groundhog Day, when he's just like, watch that first <laughs> step. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. They should add that to the uh, the the fireworks. You know, like the priest. <laughs> a little. <laughs> For everyone, remember, the lights are going to be off, so watch that first step. It's, it's a, a doozy. doozy. <laughs> what character would you get to say that? Since they can't use him, probably. I don't, probably not Disney. We, we need another character. Jiminy Cricket would be great. Jiminy Cricket to say, it. watch that first step. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. Oh, I love it. I'm um, loving the birds. The birds in the background are great. It's like we're doing it in the oh, tiki. thanks. Yeah, it's yeah. like we're in the tiki room right now. That's fantastic. I think there's a Ask Sour Boner about some tiki uh, birds, so yeah. um, that'll be perfect when we get to there. I hope they stick around. Um, speaking of that, I'm going to sprinkle in some Ask Sour Boners as we go. So here's one that uh, um, Kel, Kelowatt would like to ask. What float would you add to the electrical parade? Other than the Haunted Mansion, Rhiannon. I actually have a different answer. <clears throat> oh. um, I would like to see an inside-out float, but that focuses Ooh. on Bing Bong and the whole, all of the different, you know, memory globes and the different colors. That would be a be really cool. cool float. Yeah. That would be a really cool float. Any ideas here, Skipper to Gucci? Oh, man. I have my, my, my go-to answer is always through Caballeros, but I'm going to come up with something else because... Again, that's you know, always. Um, man, Bing Bong, that's a good idea. I, I, I didn't quite fall in love with Bing Bong as much as everyone else did, but that would be a really cool float. Oh, I love Bing Bong. Yeah. Bing How bong, can you not? Bong. Oh, I got it. No, I want um, Robin Hood, and I want just all of a sudden the music to come on. <laughs> you know, that'd be great. Do, I'm just do, strutting do, down. Do, 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 do. Stop trying to impersonate my birds. I want that whole parade that they do at the uh, beginning of the movie where all the characters, like the chicken and the rooster, are walking through. That's what I want. So I would like Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Damn it. I don't... I can't... I don't know. I can't really even think of anything. I was going to say Pete's Dragon, then I realized it's already in there. It's already Mm. there. So I got ripped off. And then... uh, Yeah. Yeah, because I almost feel like between... How about a Figment one? No. No? Nope. Okay. I'm not really yeah, crazy sorry. about Figment. I'm not, a, I'm not a big Figment fan. Plus, he's Epcot. Yeah, I understand, but I love Figment. I'd put him in anything, so yeah. Wow. Bet you would. Did you say you're not a mm-hmm. Figment fan? Ah, 
I think yeah, he was, right. Like, I think he was a character that was made to market Kodak. Like I'm not like ooh. No, it was made to market Epcot. Kodak. Yeah. Kodak. Sponsored by Kodak. Okay, moving I, on. That's fucking bullshit, Rich. That is some fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, can my D. What do you think about that? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I wasn't going to go on to something else, but I'll, I'll ask this because uh, it is uh, Rhiannon's lever had a question, um, and it goes oh, yeah? it goes right along with your um, your pro bono work there. It was, mm-hmm. which tickled my fun spot more, all-male boating or all-male camping? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to ask this legi- – I'm answering this legitimately. I mean, other than tickling mm-hmm. my fun spot, I don't mm-hmm. like the way, I don't like the way mm-hmm. you're – but I'm just going to go with which one is more fun. I'm not going to say tickled my fun spot. Um, you just did, so like three times. So I really love boating, though. But man, you love boaters. What? So I would have to say equal, 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 equal. They're both awesome. You guys both ways, guys. That's not what. First. I, not what I said. That is not even at all. You're completely mischaracterizing what I said. Am um, I? Skipper Dick Richie. That's me. That's me. That's me. You picked the wrong day. To stop going to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I know. It's at Disney's Hollywood Studios. But she did not want anyone to know. Nah, and she was there with her husband, so that didn't do me any good. What, what did they do? They rode Tower I mean, What does anyone do? Oh, okay. Yeah. But what's funny is this actually showed up on TMZ because there was, like, Fast Pass Photo Gate. Oh, shit. Because, like, you know, you, you ride, obviously, Tower of Terror with an entire car. Well, yeah. as everyone got off the ride, they went to tap their magic bands, and, and like, the oh, screen just said, Scarlet no photo oh. available. Oh, sneaky. So you, as, so like, let's just say you went with Rhiannon, this is your one time you got Mark to mm-hmm. go on, and you wanted to document it, and you went up there, and they said, no, you can't have it. Well, they apparently continued badgering it enough, and then finally, they did email it to the family that was asking hmm. for it, so... Wow. But they were going to not at all. Oh, yeah, they ended up yeah, emailing it to him. So, um, yeah, but then this fucking family calls TMZ and gives them yeah. a copy yeah. of the picture. Like, that's why they didn't want it out, you asshole. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you have any way to characterize that, Rich? Any kind of term? Any kind of fucking, phrase? Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I didn't read the show notes today. Or ever. Um, do we want to talk about the rumors of the Marvel overlay for Tower of Terror? I was just reading up on that just now, too, that, like, another website was kind of wanting to say that they think it's coming. Um, yeah, I'm always down to talk about it. Did What did you see? Um, I want to say it was a valid-ish news source-ish sort of blog-ish. Um, but that they were focusing, it was just going to be um, DCA. It was not going to be right. Hollywood Studios. And that this was just rumors of kind of, you know, elbowing Marvel into the park and taking up the, whatever remaining space exists there, or remaining footprint, which is sort of near Terror of Terror and behind Bugs Land. And... So they would do a bunch of different rides and attractions and bars and what have you for Marvel. And they would retheme Tower of Terror to Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not really sure why they 
picked that of all Marvel properties, but whatever. And that, I guess, they were hoping that people wouldn't be too outraged, because I guess Terror of Terror was never as popular at DCA as it is in Hollywood Studios. And there was also a component that had to do with um, not wanting to renew the contract of, you know, paying for the rights of the um, Twilight Zone intellectual property. But I don't know what truth there is to any of yeah. that. I am just I read the same one you did. What so, yeah. yeah. Watch. Do you have any thoughts on the validity of this, Rich? I think it's kind of. I, I think it's bullshit because if they're paying for it for Hollywood Studios, then. You know, it's not like they're going to be like, oh, we're going to pay for it one park and not another. And, yeah. And then, like, I don't know. I think it sounds dumb. I, I, but so I, you would be sad if they did that to your park? Yeah. I mean, I, I actually think that the one in Florida is, is better than the one out here. Yeah. Is, well, obviously. But, uh, yeah. Come on. but the one out here is still fun. And yeah. I don't, I don't think that just putting the Guardians of the Galaxy overlay, if they did something like they did with Space Mountain, where, you know, it was like, during a certain part of the year, they did some sort of like, you know, little Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever. That'd be fine. And then you go back to Tower of Terror. But uh, to just take the ride and change it, yeah. I can't even imagine what they would do. Yeah. And the article it, even said that. They're like, mm, I agree. I mean, unless you're literally saying like, you're going to go into, they'd have to really almost get rid of the entire um haunt you know the uh the desolate old hotel that nobody lived in anymore you know it almost have to you know i could see them maybe saving or stopping a villain or something inside there but that seems like a lot of work for for really no payoff i don't get is the payoff for putting a marvel ride in that big do you think well mm. that's what i'm saying are they going to tear down tower of terror no, no, I think it would just be literally re re remodel. And the yeah, question yeah, is, if they really were worried about the uh, the uh, the rights and paying for it, yeah, they're gonna. I think would. I mean, theoretically, the one here you could do and just kind of have it be a old. You could have the story without the Twilight Zone if you really had to. Um, right. It just seems really stupid. You know, you get rid do. of the uh, the beginning video with Rod, and that's really all you have to do, and then change the music a little bit. Right, change some of the music. <laughs> You know, get rid of some of the props that are from the movie or the the television show. Just move on. But I, I, if if you're asking me, I think all this is, as Rich would say, it's fucking bullshit. I don't, I don't, I don't buy this okay. for a second. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see buy it. For, it. I don't buy it. I don't buy any of it. But it's interesting to see. I think for some reason there's a segment of the fan base that. <laughs> wants the guardian the marvel stuff so bad and i don't think disney want cares that much about attractions of marvel that bad i just don't think they care that as much as people think they do i don't know but i could be wrong obviously but well and obviously saying, if they did a thing at the studios or at uh dca where maybe that whole area was was marvel for the summer you know, the same way that they did, they did the Force uh, yeah. in Tomorrowland. If they did something like that where, you know, they they have, like, the, the characters on the street and maybe the um, the back uh, the back lot where the – or not back lot. The soundstage where they did the Frozen thing. They could yeah. do something in there. You know, just so – and it's there for a month or two and everybody goes in and has a great time with the Marvel, with the Marvel characters. 
and then you get back to regular business. Like that'd be fine. I'm I cool agree with that. Yeah, I just don't think the attractions. I think they're big on the Marvel characters, and so yeah, they might move the meet and greet over there from Disneyland to California Adventure. But I just don't think putting in an actual attraction is that important to them. I think it's just get the characters in there so people can take pictures and post them on Facebook. That hey, you can go meet Spider Man at Disney. I mean, I don't think they care whether it's Gardens of the Galaxy, the ride, or Tower of Terror. I don't think they, I don't think it's a that to, to me doesn't seem like they care that much about. Well, and then so we'll like see. I think Spider Man is almost a better attraction for that because could you imagine if like every time the fl- you stopped and the doors open, like Spider Man was like in this massive battle with like yeah you know somebody, and then you'd go up and there's another one, and then you go up and there's another one, and Maybe like the whole thing is that like they like they cut it and Spider Man actually is what stops the yeah the elevator exactly. from hitting the bottom like that would be cool yeah but uh yeah it, it, the story would make no sense for Guardians of the Galaxy yeah so anyway it's always interesting but oh thoughts on this though the rumors are that the Skipper Canteen is going to revamp their menu getting rid of some of the more adventurous items and po- oh, po- possibly on. putting in uh, more traditional food. Thoughts on this? Fuck that. Yeah, I think Wait, Rich, annoying. Rich, Fuck your catchphrase, please. Oh, yeah, I don't want to. We're going to burn it out. <laughs> yeah, but it's right. very apropos right now. It's yeah. fucking bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. And it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's just terrible. Like, they're going to take something that was really cool and fun and just kind of make it boring. And it's funny because I was actually uh, reading some tweets today where people were having a conversation about, like, how counter service uh, at Disneyland is so great and all the great food you can get and how it's kind of lame at the Magic Kingdom and that this was kind of like that that in-between where they thought they were going to start getting better uh, better yeah. selections. Yeah. And then the same day they're like, oh, no. Not only, not only are you not going to get better selections, but we're probably going to go to something else. I don't know. I, I really got to wonder, I mean, obviously they have professionals whose job it is to study every single, everything, like, you know, business analysts that go in and try and judge the success of a business and how to improve upon it. And so I think we can all agree that Skipper Canteen isn't, it's not a sellout. You can pretty much always get a table. And so clearly their goal is to have it be a sellout. And so I'm interested to perhaps learn why they attribute that to the menu as opposed to maybe lack of marketing or yeah. oh, I agree. lack of it being, you know, part of a reservation system, et cetera. Maybe it's the prices, who the fuck knows, but well, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like if you want a burger or chicken nuggets or pizza, there are 15,000 other places to go. Like, I don't see why you need yet another place to dumb down their fucking menu so that Junior can, like... It will be interesting to see if they really come to vanilla food. So I can't imagine they're really going to go to like burgers and fries only and stuff like that. But I agree. Like maybe you're right about the price because I'm looking here and the one thing that they said that this article, the WDW News Today, is saying that uh, the head-on shrimp is one that's going to go to Animal Kingdom Tiffins instead. And I'm looking and it's $25 and the it's literally like five pieces of shrimp and some rice so maybe i mean who knows maybe it is the price but you're right at magic kingdom probably the number one thing they're going for right now is capacity and if they're not filling it it's not doing its job like they even opened up the golden horseshoe as a sit-down restaurant um yeah diamond horseshoe (laughs) diamond horseshoe uh (laughs) as a uh as a counter as a sit-down service they've got this so 
especially with free dining coming. I mean, you know, the capacity is what they need. I guess they're thinking if it's not working, they got to get people, get butts in the seats or it's not fulfilling. The whole reason they did it was to get more people in there. So, and out of, um, be our guest. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could see potentially adding to the menu. So if you absolutely cannot feed your child anything that's not stupid, have those options, but why take away the other decent options for those of us who don't want the usual park fare? Well, I'm sure it's not the, I mean, I'm sure it has a regular kids menu, so this is probably just the grown-up food. People are just not, like, wanting it. I don't know. But I still haven't had it. I can't speak, so I have not eaten there, but, um... Well, and and I will say the price is all a little high, though. They really are. Even for Disney, I mean, 25, 23, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, for what you get, I don't think the prices are that bad, but... You know, when you talk about, like, the head-on shrimp, I kind of figured they would have learned their lessons at Ohana because Ohana's used to have head-on shrimp, and people were kind of complaining because it was a pain in the ass. So then they cut the head off, and it was much easier. (laughs) So I'm almost like, why don't they just go to that? You know, I'm wondering if there's things like like the the lamb. I've only known one person that ever ordered the lamb there. So did they just have a ton of lamb left over that they weren't selling? Um because if they're going to get rid of stuff that people just didn't order, but keep some of the other stuff, I'd be okay. Mostly because I thought the falafel was really good. <laughs> or just, you yeah. know, adjust your purchasing orders accordingly, you know? Yeah. I mean, I it's, the, not, it's not rocket science. Like, yeah, if you want average, you get this many orders for lamb, purchase that much lamb. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, the real uh, question is the word radical. Like, how radical will it be? Like you said, Rihanna, will it be literally like... Burgers, fries, and potatoes, or will it be head off shrimp? Sour like boners for everyone. <laughs> Maybe oh, it'll just be head off fuck shrimp. That. <laughs> <laughs> Rich still he would not try the sour boner. I'm just not interested. Needs more bacon, right? Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> oh, speaking of Canada. Oh wait, we weren't. Mm. What is that noise, Rich? <laughs> Holy cow, let's get right to it. Let me see what <laughs> let me see what Shard's up to. I'm so excited. I loved last week's. I can't wait to hear what's on this week. Hey, Shard, you there? Ooh, what's that music in the background? Well, Skipper Dick Ritchie, the Disney Store Canada heard that the Tambu Lounge at the Polynesian was out of pine cones for their Lapu Lapu drinks. So, to do our part, Canada has started a drive. Oh, I didn't realize you guys up north had pineapples. Oh, sure we do, Skipper Dick. We're the largest exporter of pine cones in the world. Wait, you just said pineapples. Well, yeah. Lapu Lapu's are served in hollowed out pineapples, not pine cones. Oh, well, well, we don't really have pineapples out here. You sure they're not pine cones? Yep, 100%. Sure that they are pineapples. Okay, wrap it up, everybody. They want pineapples, not pine cones. Frickin' Americans don't know what's good. Okay, Skipper Dick Ritchie, we're ready to deliver 4,500 pine cones to the It's a Wonderful Shop Christmas store in DHS. Man, I don't mean to be the bearer of bad tidings, but I think that shop closed with the rehab at DHS. Son of a bitch! 
Why do we even bother? I swear to God, it's not like we're not trying to help. I mean, seriously, I'd like to get it right just one fucking time. Like, just one time. Is that too much to ask? We go through all this trouble to collect all these fucking dirty-ass pine cones, and for what? Let Some just, fucking wanker in California wanna... can rub his fancy-ass pineapple drink in our goddamn just... faces? This is fucking right. bullshit. Aww. I'll tell you another thing, Mary. If he so much as makes a fucking peep about these pine cones being too small, I'll take his motherfucking back scratcher and um, shove it where the sun don't fucking shine. Mary. Mary, are you even listening to me? Do you hear what the fuck I am saying right now? Um, sure. Damn, sure are you, you okay? Shiitake mushrooms. Yeah, that sounds great, Skipper Dick. Totally looking forward to it. Oof, you might want to check out some anger management classes. But either way, thanks for the report. Until then, we'll see you next week live at the Canadian Pavilion at Epcot. <laughs> oh, Sh Char wow. needs to come. I, she said she has a, a visit. She needs to come down here a little more. She seems to be a little behind on her Disney World knowledge. She needs to cut back on the caffeine. Holy cow. The mouth on that girl. <laughs> she is. She's like a sailor. Is that yeah. all Canadians or is that just... Uh... I don't know. But I, In my experience, yes. I want to spend more time with her. Yeah, she she was not happy with uh with you at the end there, Rich. Hey, it's not my fault. Maybe it was just that was a little scary though. Did I think everybody probably saw? If you didn't see, word came out over the weekend that a server had told someone that they were not going to serve the lapu lapu in a pineapple anymore, which was like screeching brakes. All hell broke loose. Um, include I mean that was one of the worst things I read. This is a real thing. Yeah. It, came, it really did happen over the weekend that there was a legitimate report well, that, the, you know, somebody came back and said, my Lapu Lapu didn't come in a pineapple. And I asked and they said, no, we're no longer doing that. Uh, and okay. Okay. So okay. It really came out as, what? is this happening? Don't do yeah. it. Well, well we, don't had a, we hadn't asked our boner question about that, but I thought it was just like a hypothetical doomsday no. scenario. I didn't think it was based on reality. Well, it was based on a... That's what so basically they said. This is what they said. Has anybody heard otherwise? And then it, you know, all hell broke loose of people trying to figure it yeah. out. And it has since been debunked. Good. That was a, because that, was that a seems mistake. like a very, very, very stupid thing. Because it's one thing if, you know, harvesting pineapple shells is an expensive endeavor that's detrimental. No, it's fucking bullshit. Like, because you're going to otherwise throw it away. You yeah. get the pineapple meat out to use that, and then you're either going to. A, throw away the pineapple shell, or B, use it. So yeah. use it. So thank yeah. God you're. I'm. I'm. I'm a little jealous of yeah. you having not had to go through the emotional roller coaster. I'm going through it right now. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> all at once. So, Fuck. All at once. Yeah. Ooh, are you okay? Do you need to sit down? No. I'm sitting down. I'm going to stand up and sit back down again. Oh. So it was. Yeah. Palms are falling out of the sky. Flames on the side Flames? of my face. And palms. Sorry, a storm is rolling through right now, and so the wind is picking up, and palms are now blowing out of the trees. It's probably. The, I, I think it's because we've Lapu angered Lapu the gods. gods. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right? We've angered them. So thank goodness it has been debunked. Um, oh my God. It is not true. They are back, and they were. They so are, should we go straight to that Sarah Boner question? We should. What was the? I don't. I don't want to skip and miss any. So where, where was um, it? Um. Well, I don't have the person's name, but it was. Um, the question was, which would be worse, uh, the outlawing of pineapples for lapu lapus, or the outlawing of being able to bring liquids into Epcot? 
What? Ooh. Yeah. Which would be worse? Okay. I think I saw it. Which would be worse? Where the heck did it go? Um. So which? Wait. What's worse? Losing losing the pineapple or not being able to bring liquids into Epcot? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's Finn. Epcot Finn is saying bigger scare. No liquids could be brought into the parks or no pineapples. Oh, for all Lapa parks. Lapa. Okay. My bad. All parks. Oh, um, go. That, that's like a no brainer to me. It's the pineapple. Like really? Oh yeah. yeah. Lapu Lapu. I don't, I don't really take a lot of liquids into the park myself. Oh, so. I do. Nah. There's places to get all that. water. Of course. There's places to get liquids. Yeah. Well, but, almost everywhere. Right. So, I, um, I, I, Lapu Lapu has become my, I mean, when, when I get to go to the Polynesian and get a Lapu Lapu and drink out of a pineapple, that makes makes my night. So, I would not want to give that up. Okay. I, now that I know this was an actual legitimate threat, I feel the need to preface my answer with absolutely completely they should never ever ever stop doing that however if forced as this question forces me to choose i would choose the bigger scare being no liquids in the parks because and apparently this is probably grounds for me being fired from this podcast possibly twitter possibly just you know ending the book deal yeah but um, I usually order my Lapu Lapu Sans pineapple because what? it saves like four dollars. Wow! It's like a signature glass, but Breaking you don't get news. to keep it. Yeah, but you can. Well, and, and what I usually do is I order the first one, and then you just order the refills after that. Yeah, yeah. the refills. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I I love it. I truly do. I love just the whole experience of it, yeah. but. When I'm, you know, just looking well, for a quickie and it's, in and out. It's okay, and honestly, if it doesn't give you the feels, like it gives me the feels to hold that yeah. pineapple. Yeah. And even though, you, so you, I see that you respect the pineapple, and it's awesome. Oh, but I it totally may, like, give, do. Totally it doesn't do. give you the feels, so I can see why you would buy it without, possibly. I, it's not like it's every time. I got gotcha. you. Sometimes I splurge the pineapple, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> it's just. Like your birthday, or. You know, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, you know. Yeah. What do you think about this new name and concept for Fulton's Crab House called Hello? No, <laughs> I like I don't know who wrote that, but I like it. Goodbye, Fulton's Crab House. Hello, Paddlefish. Hello, so Paddlefish. Hello, Paddlefish will be the new name of um, Fulton's Crab House. The Thoughts dumbest on... name I've ever heard. Oh, wow. Uh, you're not the only one that has has faced has said this. Um, I don't really have a. It doesn't jump out at me as good or bad, to be honest. Um, I'm fine with the concept. I'm fine with you know a roof deck bar that sounds amazing. But the name. Well, I didn't see that. They're moving the dumb. deck up top. They're moving the bar up. Top. I I saw one tweet. I don't know if it's valid or not. Oh, because the current Hashtag bar actually kind of up on the Kind of nice. I do like their. I love their bar at Fulton's up front. Um, no, I really thought I read something that they were going to put um, like a rooftop bar. I will. It's a beautiful view so, from up there. Like, yeah. Every other place is going to have a rooftop bar, so they don't want to be the only ones without a rooftop bar, probably. And I totally, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that very much. But just whatever. Hello, paddlefish. That's a 
fucked up name. I'm reading the same thing you are, and that's that. This is from Inside the Magic, and it's saying mm-hmm. that when the restaurant reopens, we'll also feature a rooftop lounge. There you go. Yeah, well, there's a the picture. That. There's the uh, like the artist render on that same. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And yeah, on that 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 top level, it looks like that whole that whole top level is a. Uh, they've got outside seating and palm trees, and it. I, I do think that it looks kind of like the um, the paddle boat from. Uh, Steamboat Willie, so I, I kind of like that part, but it makes me sad that that used to be, you know, it was it was named after Lily. Uh, yeah, they used to do the character breakfast there, and it, it feels like Lily. yeah, it feels like they lost all of that. I that was the main I, when I saw that's I saw a lot of that too of people saying that of that hey we're we're losing a little bit of the history of the Empress yeah, Lily. I feel like we already lost that. So if you were going to mourn that, your opportunity for mourning was many many years ago. Well, no, yeah. I, I feel like if they dropped the crab house and took it back under Disney. Well, oh yeah, I know they they could do that, but they're not. And so I just, I think that mourning the loss of Fulton's crab house, like oh, I was uh, you know, about yeah, exactly. Crab. Like it's you're not yeah. you're going from one to another of whatever bullshit stuff that is not the history of the steamboat. Right. My only thoughts is I I I never ate at Fulton's, <laughs> but a lot of times I would go in and have a drink at the bar, and I walked around and. Um, looked around and had a, just enjoyed the area, and it was looking really run down. So it definitely needed a major overhaul, and uh, it'd be interesting to see. The one thing I, that got my attention on this too was they said they're going to have a make your own steam pot, which definitely got me excited. I would love that you could pick your own your own types of seafood and your own mm-hmm. um, seasonings, seasonings, yeah, and put it in there and do it. I would love that. Yeah, that sounds good. It'll probably I would be like do crawfish, 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 crawfish. Extra spicy Cajun seasoning, crawfish, crawfish, and some more crawfish. Oh, yeah. So like a nice variety. Yeah, exactly. Nice variety. You want to do that for sure. Um, let's see. Ask Sour Boner. Hey, Je- a new a new a, a new person is asking a question. Um, Jedi Master Jesse um, underscore J Camp would like to know if you had to get rid of any land in Magic Kingdom to replace with your own idea, which would you get? To rid of and replace with. <clears throat> Which land would go? Alright. <clears throat> um, I would get rid of Tomorrowland. That's a bold I, move, but I yeah, know where you're going. Yeah. Well, hear me out. So, Ready. what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep and retheme the People Mover in Space Mountain. I'm going to move Carousel of Progress to Epcot. I'm going to move... Buzz Lightyear to Hollywood Studios, and then I'm just going to burn everything else to the ground. Ooh. Okay. So my new theme is going to be Wonderland. So really, we're going to start Ooh. at the teacups and just incorporate that theme into Ooh. the rest of the land. We will obviously have themed bars. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, I'm going to do Space Mountain. I'm going to do it as like an exaggerated version of falling down the rabbit hole. So it's still going to be dark, but every now and then you'll, you'll see things like popping up like you're just diving headfirst into the rabbit hole. And the people mover really will become this sort of, you know, allegory of Alice's whole journey through Wonderland because you'll be on this slow ride that takes you all throughout what is now Wonderland. And so you'll see as you go around the different areas, 
the different aspects of Wonderland. That is actually pretty awesome. Thanks. Because one of my favorite memories, I went to Disneyland one time, and one of my favorite memories and the coolest thing is the Alice in Wonderland ride. Oh, I love oh, it. It goes, yes. out, it goes yes. outside for yes. like just a brief second. What a great, yep. how great to kind of expand on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's going to be tough to beat. That's a really good answer. Thank you. And I'm going to say probably we can't just pick one section of Fantasyland to get rid of. Like, you could get rid know, of the right? circus area. That that's probably a, doesn't count. I want to get rid mm-hmm. of that circus area, though. It seems like a technicality. You know, that would, <laughs> that would be, it's almost well, like I, a, it would. I feel like I would allow it if you also then got rid of all of New Fantasyland. So you'd also have to get rid of Ariel's the area and the and castle, Beast Castle. And I, yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to get rid of the you'd entire have to New Fantasyland. All of New Fantasyland. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. I'm, I'm making yeah, up my own rules on the fly here. Yeah. God, if I got rid of, oh, if I got rid of Liberty Square, could I keep the, make the Haunted Mansion in Fantasyland? Mm, does not really <laughs> fit. Mm. Oh, that's brutal. I mean, this is literally a really brutal question. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna actually, if you're gonna allow it, I'm gonna get rid of New Fantasyland then, because I don't <laughs> think I can get rid of. Tomorrowland because the People Mover is my all-time favorite ride, um, in its current you know in the way it is now. So I'd have to keep yeah. that. I rode that with my grandmother. Um, I cannot get rid of that. So I'm gonna have to go with all of New Fantasyland. Oh, it's a shame because they just built it. Mm, but mm-hmm. um, so I'm gonna have to get rid of that. Um, the problem is all my favorite themes are kind of already done there. That's the only problem. I don't know what to put there though. Like I'm 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 really happy with the Magic Kingdom themes as they are. Rich, do you have anything that you really want there? Um, well, that's the thing. I was like, I don't want to get rid of all of Tomorrowland, but I would definitely repurpose the uh, the Grand Prix. Like, that's a giant piece of property that you can do some really cool stuff with. Or yeah, I get, I set that on fire. Right. Or I'd get rid of like the at Disneyland they call it Critter Country. It's that area behind Splash Mountain where. Uh, mm-hmm. When the that, that's is. still there now, even with the Star Wars land. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where Winnie the Pooh is. So, at the Magic Kingdom, though, you know, when you get off of uh, Splash Mountain, there's that whole little, like, area where you can take pictures with characters. I get, like, I I wish I could get rid of that and repurpose it. I'm having a hard time getting rid of any one land, I think is my problem. Yeah, it's tough. Because I think there's good things in everything. But, yeah, if I could get rid of that, like, circus part and the, uh, the Grand Prix, man, just do some really cool stuff there yeah i, think, so I won this round yeah, yeah you totally did Yours was, you, <laughs> cannot, you, you absolutely can never you cannot beat that whatsoever not even cool um not even close now i want i'm curious about this too um um a man hawk fan um the author of the song about the sour boner just want to throw that in there mm. he would i did ma- say a thing like I, I made a statement that i think the best way to utilize current if you're on a vacation, the best way to use FastPass best to your advantage is to rope drop and go to every morning in the Magic Kingdom and then use all your fast passes in the afternoons at the other parks. Because the mornings at Magic Kingdom, you can get so much done and have a great time in the mornings and then spend your afternoons at the other parks using your fast passes. And do you guys, what are your thoughts on the best way to use FastPass on a vacation to best in its best form? Like, do you use it all at one day in the same park or use park hopping? What do you think? 
I'll let Rhiannon go yeah. first because unless okay. you want me to, because I can I can definitely tell you what I do. Well, yeah, I mean, my answer is pretty easy, and it's it's similar to what you said, except I wouldn't just single out Magic Kingdom. My strategy that I use every time I go, if I'm going to be in parks all day, is I base my decision where I'm going to be in the morning on crowd calendars. And I rope drop and I get as much done as I can. And then I save my fast passes for another park in the afternoon slash evening. So it's basically what you said, except it's not necessarily Magic Kingdom right. every single morning. It's just whatever. It could be Animal Kingdom. It could be Epcot. Just whatever I feel like rope dropping that morning. But yeah, I, I always save my fast passes for the afternoon. Yeah, I see what you mean. Because somebody brought up a good point, like with Epcot. In my opinion, because of the because of the tiering of the way they do the fast passes at Epcot, unless you absolutely have to do Epcot in just one day, it's you have the, the only way to do it to your advantage is to split it into two days and either do just you know the main rides just two two afternoons, wow. or do one rope drop in the morning and then go to another park and then a different day use it for yeah, you. Yeah, I mean the way things are these days. Obviously, things are going to change when Soren comes back and Frozen comes online. But right now, if you just rope drop Epcot and go straight to Test Track, and then, you know, you can pretty much walk on anything else. And then yeah. by the time you're done, World Showcase is open. Well, yeah. You can hit up that. And then, you know, 6 o'clock rolls around, go to another park where you have fast passes. Yeah, right Yeah, right now is no, yeah, Epcot is, yeah. You really don't even need fast pass at Epcot right now. Yeah. If, you were, if you were doing a whole day, you could just show up and do the one and be yeah. done, yeah. But that's going to change, obviously. When one and done. So, but I was talking about yeah, more like what it's going to be, and that's you know. Anyway, I I would try to tell people as many days as you can go to Magic. Those first three hours at Magic Kingdom are so amazing. You can get so much done in three hours, and then uh, who wants to be there like in the middle of the day, anyways, when it's hot and it's so packed. And there's no alcohol. Yeah. There's no alcohol. Well, and that's what I was going to say. So like, I don't feel I have to ride every ride whenever I go, and, and Drunky knows this. So when I go to the Magic Kingdom, I try to book any of my Fast Passes just in the morning or, you know, whenever we plan to get there, ride whatever we can. And at that point, we go to the next attraction. If the line's too long, it's time to head to the monorail. Because that means it's drinking time. Yeah. Well, for sure. Well, you make fun of me for no alcohol. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm not making fun. I didn't make fun of you. I just said I don't. I don't bring alcohol in the park because I'll just go get some. Um, yeah. I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying that I don't want to stick around for the entire day at Magic Kingdom because I'm on vacation. I want to have this uh, I'm drink. With you. Yeah, I'm with you. Or that's why I, you know, if again, if you're going to use a, a do it in the afternoon because the the only time I go in the Magic Kingdom in the afternoon is if I have a fast pass. Get in, do it, and leave because it really and not even yes, of course it is. I do like to drink when I'm on vacation, but the other thing is. It is shoulder to shoulder most days in the Magic Kingdom in the afternoon. Like in the hours between noon and five o'clock, it is almost shoulder to shoulder, uncomfortable to move around. So it just isn't a, it isn't where you want to yeah. be. No, and it's so great in the morning, and it's so great at night. So, anyways, that's kind of what I was talking about. Was that mm-hmm. I like I would do I would do the rope drop in the morning and do something in the afternoon. Um, <laughs> who just typed? Hang on to that phallus and balls, because here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> the wilderness? 
Hang on to that phallus and balls, because this here is the wildest ride, ride of the, the wilderness. wilderness. Mm-hmm. That was you, Rich, that wrote that? That was me. Oh, man. Yay! God. You just... also wrote here, Rich, we, you started last week telling a story, another oh. Romero Brothers story. So, and we promised everyone that you would do the Romero Brothers story. Uh, you got the t- You got the story now? Yeah, sure. I mean, this one's not quite as, uh, like, I don't want to say underhanded, but we, we didn't, it wasn't quite as much about scheming as much as me just being a young kid. And I don't remember what we were talking about, but <laughs> uh, there was, oh, we were talking about how when we were young or when I was younger, my parents always used to drive us to Disneyland. Like we always did the road trip from Texas. And um, one of the, one of the very first memories I have about driving out there, we had left after work or after my parents got to work on a Friday and pulled into Phoenix, which is about six or seven hours away around 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And I remember sleeping most of the way and then waking up when we got off on the exit and pulling over and getting into the gas station. And as we're getting, as we're done getting gas to get back onto the freeway, I guess it was like a clover leaf. So you went the opposite way first. And I just remember freaking out um, <laughs> at my dad and I'm like no we're going the wrong like I'm screaming at the top of my lungs uh, just freaking out like crying uh, I'm in the backseat with my brothers who were asleep and my mom's like you're going to wake your brothers up and I'm screaming because I'm like no we're going the wrong way I just want to go to Disneyland I just want to go to Disneyland <laughs> and um, so they finally like pulled over drove around like in two or three circles <laughs> so that I'd get confused again and then got back onto the freeway, and I was like, "Okay, good. As long as oh, we, good. As long as we're gonna make it." Um, the really fun part that same trip, and when we got into uh, like the LA area, um, I started telling my dad, "I was like, oh no, I totally remember how to get here. Don't even worry about it." And and I'm like really young, like I'm not, I'm like, you know, grade school, like in, in younger. And uh, and my dad's super cool, and is just like totally agreeing with me and uh i actually so i was like no so here you take a left and here you take a right and my dad's like fine like let's just do it i don't want to deal with you screaming again and uh i actually got us lost to the point where we ran out of freeway in california if you can even imagine that but um jesus yeah it was great but i i screamed and i cried and because um, we were going the wrong way it's basically the the quick and the quick romero <laughs> story I once, uh, for some reason, the screaming at your dad reminded me of my, I, the embarrassing video that my parents have from our one trip to Disneyland is, I was like 11 years old. There's only one embarrassing video? This is, this is definitely the embarrassing part of my Disneyland video is my mom, we rode the Autotopia and Autopia, Autotopia, Autopia. Yeah, either one. I'm in. <laughs> Anyways, my mom and I are in, a, in, are in a car. My dad gets in the one in front of us, so he's driving. And my dad is just having fun, and he keeps stopping, wanting me to ram into him. And I'm, I, I see it on the, on the sign. It says, you know, no bumping. And I'm like, my God, they're going to kick us out. So I'm like, I'm screaming at my dad the entire time in the entire video. You can't bump, Dad. Keep going. <laughs> so the whole video, my mom just keeps rolling for some reason. And she's she's like, whatever you say is going to be on video. And I'm just like, Do you, no bumping. It says you can't bump. And so I'm wow. just screaming at my dad the this. entire time. 
I have it. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Um, and I'm just sitting there. So my dad still to this day is like, just keeps telling me, hey, dad, no bumping. So anyways. Classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this question here by Park Hopper Ryan. He always comes up with good ones. Flannel yeah. Jedi. His is great. And because I have some of these spots, what's your favorite weird hidden spot at Walt Disney World? And his idea is like, and I, I know what he's talking about, the area between Epcot's bus pickup and the front gate, where it's like this total kind of chilled out. It's so, it's like nothing has changed since the day they opened the park. You know, it's like this very, uh, very original epcot area. Um, any specific hidden areas that you guys like that um, is sort of off the beaten path? I don't well, I always go back to, to Wilderness Lodge if we're talking about... Does that have to be God a theme park? God damn it. No, just anywhere. Yeah, for... for... You must take my answer, aren't you? No, well, I don't know, but... <laughs> um, when I was on the college program, we used to go out to where the boats land to take you to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And, and hang out there, but we'd go, like, super late when the boats weren't even running anymore. And... Uh, that whole that whole area is actually lit uh, from underwater up, so that you can actually see the fish swimming by. And it, you know, oh it's, yeah, it's like you know, at two two or three in the morning, it's just super tranquil and really nice. And I just remember going there and having a really good time. So I would say for me, that that's probably the one. Oh, absolutely! Okay. I for some reason I love the the that road. When you're driving to say the Polynesian and you are, it's that road that actually splits the TTC and the Magic Kingdom parking lot. And you pass like the old pet kennel, which is now the lost and found. And you pass the Polynesian and you can see people getting on the monorail. I just, that for some reason, I love that area. Driving that road for some reason is my favorite thing to do. And I got to do it this last weekend going to get coffee every morning. I went to the Speedway gas station to get coffee. And um, it was like my favorite thing in the morning is to go over that and you see it's like the Magic Kingdom is waking up. You know, I just think it's so cool. Um, I was going to go with the road that leads not, not even the road, but the path that leads from Fort Wilderness to Wilderness Lodge. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Some of it's along the road. <laughs> some of it's not. And I always have interesting experiences walking that path whether it's just seeing wilderness or seeing a strange man in a black hoodie talking to himself and you think you're gonna die you know there's always some adventure there it's a mystery lodge yeah i love it yeah so we actually thought about that and we were like you know as we were sitting around the campsite drinking and don't get any you know it's nothing weird we decided we're like let's walk to the magic kingdom <laughs> You know, like what? What would we? I know it made me wonder. Does anybody know? We're like, how do they keep people out of the Magic Kingdom in overnight? And we were like, we want to go see this magical barrier that's openly that's open up over in the middle of the night. So um, we decided it was probably like three miles, so we didn't do it. So, but pussies. Yeah, we didn't do it. We didn't get. To, to, yeah, of course we had all the great ideas of like, hey, we should go to River Country now. But <laughs> was, we didn't. <laughs> of course, uh, we're always like, yeah, getting trespassed from Disney doesn't sound fun either. No. Bad idea. All right. Yeah. Um, the Diz Counselor 
has one here. Um, he wants to know, move a bar in each park to another location in that park or another park. What would you do? That sounds so like I'm an SAT like, question. It does. Yeah. And it says here, you cannot resurrect closed bars and your Magic Kingdom bar choice is one on the monorail loop. Okay, well, I'll start because I think I, I think I know where he's going with this. Mm-hmm. So, I would put, um, let's see, the Yak and Yeti bar. Oh, I can't put it in Magic Kingdom. It's in the, the one that has to be there. Um, so, I would move uh, Yak and Yeti bar to where, um, because it has seats, I would move that to closer to Expedition Everest down there. So, you can hang out right by Expedition Everest. Um, I would move Tune In Lounge anywhere but right next door to the restaurant. <laughs> I would move Tune In Lounge anywhere but right next door. To, so anywhere in Hollywood Studios, you can go anywhere. Maybe uh, yeah, anywhere at all. And then um, at Epcot, ooh, that's a good one. I would want to, I want to move some bar into Future World. So I would move. Um, shoot, why not uh, um, the Vine Keller? Let's move that up into Future World somewhere. Okay. And um, I would put... Uh, can't touch the... Um, I'd put uh, basically the Wave Bar. I would put that in uh, the Outer Rim location. Hmm. Yeah. Any thoughts on any of those? Or? Uh, sound they- if I... Did I misread the question? I thought he said that we could move a bar within a park or to another park. Oh, you could. Okay, so that's what I did. So, good, because... You have to follow specifically a, the rule. You'll sense a theme in my uh, answers here. Oh, I love... <laughs> so, I'm going to move Spice Road Table oh, to the Magic yeah. Kingdom. Oh, I'm going to plop it smack in the middle of Adventureland, I'm going to get rid of those spitting fucking camels and we're going to have Spice Road Table right there so you can like overlook Aladdin and Jasmine doing your meet and greet as you actually so basically just get rid cocktails. of the whole ride, you think? You're yeah. Just get rid of the ride? Yeah, get rid of the ride. Right, Fuck yeah. that. Flying carpet ride bullshit. Alright, um, I'm going to move Rainforest Cafe bar from Animal Kingdom to right next to the Jungle Cruise. So two bars in that area. I like. I'm gonna. Thank you. Um, Since since the writers stop now offers alcohol, I'm gonna go ahead and move that to Main Street on (laughs) Magic Kingdom. That would fit in really well. Yeah. And then actually, you stole my answer sort of, but I'm gonna move the Wave Lounge to Tomorrowland. Oh, that would look nice. So there you go. Yeah, I like. Hey, I'm fully on board with that. Yeah, Skipper. Is there anything in in the Disneyland Resort you oh, would change? Shit. Um, man, I hadn't even been thinking about Disneyland. Yeah, I would. There um, at California. Does Ad- Cars Land have a bar? Well, I was going to say Cars Land has the the spot for the bar. It even has the uh, the neon sign where the bar should be. So I would definitely put uh, a bar there if I had to move one. I would probably move the Uva Bar from Downtown Disney um, into that area just so I could get a bar over there. But mm-hmm. also in um, in kind of that in the back area by where the monsters um, 
ink ride is. There's an area that looks like an old 50s cafe, kind of. Um, yeah. But it's, but it's got outside seating. Um, that that place needs to be a bar. Like, I, I can't believe they haven't made it into a full bar because there's nothing in that back corner. So, again, I would probably take... Um, oh, I would take the bar from the Paradise Pier because that, that place, that hotel sucks. And, <laughs> and I would move that bar to the DCA uh, back area. Um, Not to the parking garage that the uh, <laughs> park uh, blog said, hey, come yeah. come sit in the parking what garage. A, what a parking garage here. So weird. <laughs> um, no, definitely not in the parking garage. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think those were the two I would do if I was, if I was dealing with the West Coast. West Coast? West Coast. West Coast. Um, and then always my dream. I mean... I'm not a big proponent of moving alcohol into the Magic Kingdom or Disneyland, but if we're going to, we got to just make the Golden Horseshoe and the Diamond Horseshoe a real saloon. Yeah. Yes. And I want to bring back the old shows that yes. they used to do there, too. Like the Can Can Girls? Yeah, the Can Can Girls and the Singers. Piano Man. Yeah, the whole thing. Like, just bring it back. Mm. And then, you know, let us. And I want to be able to walk in and just, like, flip a coin on the bar and be like, give me a whiskey. Yeah. Nah. yeah. <laughs> Give me a whiskey. Just, just clank. clank that and then have them like, slide onto the bar to you. Yeah. This kind of leads me to the next question. Miss waiting upstairs. Would you be – is this something that, that you would be willing to do one of these upcharge events, like even during the day, like kind of like a dessert party, but maybe they just made it like a dinner show in the middle of the day in the Magic Kingdom where you go in there and it's – would you pay like $69 to go in there and do that? Oh, 69, you say? Yes. <laughs> um, well, and that's what I was actually kind of thinking that, because uh, it, it kind of lends itself to the hoop doo and now that the uh, Big Thunder Ranch is gone, they don't have a place to do that all-you-can-eat barbecue. So I'm like, let's do that. We'll, we'll have a, a West Coast yeah. hoop doo in the Diamond Horseshoe. Or the oh, Golden Horseshoe. God, that's glorious. Right? That is a glorious yeah. idea. No. Um, and the reason I said that, because um, I got the redhead, um, they did, they finally did the after hours, you know, the Disney after hours and people are saying it wasn't super successful as far as ticket sales. So do you think it would, do you think it'd be more profitable at the $99 price point? And the real question is, do you, would your opinion of it change if it were $99? And my original idea is no, it would not change if it's 99 versus 150. I don't think that is that much of a difference. No, I think I read a lot about this and people criticizing that after hours event for quote unquote not being successful because no one was there and then the rebuttal which i agree with being a uh, doy like that was the fucking point like you don't want yeah. it to be elbow to elbow you want it yeah you want people paying this upcharge so they have the opportunity to experience the park with basically no one in it yeah. so i think that dropping the price to that I mean, yeah, sure, great, it makes it more affordable, but that just means it, yeah. So I guess to the person's credit, sure, it would make it probably more popular, but to Disney's credit, I don't think that's what they were going for, so, you know. Yeah, and I don't think it, you know, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't necessarily think, that it doesn't change my opinion of it uh, at 99 versus 150. To me, it would still be the same issues for me personally, and would yeah. it be more profitable? Pro I think... I don't. 
I, I don't know. I think I guess I guess I would I could go either way on that. Not sure. You have a pr- opinion on that, Skippa? Nah, I I I don't think that we'll ever know if it was actually uh, worth Disney's money to do it, unless they do it again, and you only see three thousand people go in. You know, unless they do it yeah. again, and it's really if they keep doing it for that rate, then we know that it was a success. Right. If, it, if it's yeah. one of those things that fades away. Then, then Agreed. There's your answer. I think we'll yeah. know if they keep doing them whether it was it was successful or not. Yeah. Um, so, and I I've always kind of maintained that one of the reasons that they offer it is yes, you can buy it, but I think they had in the back of their minds this is something we can give to people that buy super expensive packages, right. um, and stuff like that. So I don't necessarily think they necessarily have to sell every ticket if no. they're giving it to people who they think that will increase their chances of wanting to keep coming and make their vacation great right and, make, and they'll buy now, a seven thousand package dollar package do we again no do we know how many tickets were available for that uh, it, it i don't think any people keep throwing out numbers and i think it's all bs okay you know i, I i'm hearing the people saying just like i think the three thousand was the was the number that people keep throwing out and i don't who knows but if that was what had sold versus what did they have oh. available yeah, someone well, was saying it was just small percentage were sold, right? Uh, and less than ten percent. I read. I read both. I read that. I read the same number that only three thousand people went, and then I read. But one article said like because that they sold out, like they only allowed those three thousand people to go. Yeah. Okay. So then there you go. Right. But then I also if read another article the that truth. said right. Okay. They yeah. Only sold three thousand. Mixed it was, messages. And it, was, and it was a failure. So. All right. Yeah. So I guess. We'll find out if they do it again. Yep, I'm. It's an interesting concept because, and, we, and we've gone into this before, so we don't need to go into it again. It's an interesting concept, and I think that yeah, the time will tell whether if it sticks around, then it then it was successful, and if it doesn't, right. then it won't. Um, yep. We've had this question before, but duct tape and beer has asked it like three times, and we keep forgetting it. So I want to do it again <laughs> because um, he he actually contacted me personally, like, hey, I've done it like twice, and he's like, and he was super nice about it. But he's like, <laughs> he keeps getting cut off. So, um, uh, for drinking around the world, replace one country and replace it with another. And Canada has to go. That's all there is. Uh, Canada has to go, and I'm going with Russia. Ooh, vodka. So, you just want straight vodka. Straight vodka. vodka. Well, and vodka straight drinks, probably. Vodka. All right. Drinks of fucking vodka. Uh, Sounds good. Okay. Uh, I mean, it doesn't sound bad, but, you know, it doesn't sound, like, super creative or anything, but... Probably a Russian I would... beer. Yeah, but... Ew. Ew. Um, they're not known for their beer. Neither is Key uh, West. Excuse me, but Key West Brewery is actually quite good. Yeah, but it's not known for its beer. Anyway, I'm going to go with booting Japan because I hate sake. And I'm going to replace it with insert tropical island here. I don't care if it's Bahamas, Aruba, Cuba, whatever. Just somewhere. The Caribbean. The Caribbean. Something that's going to give me some, like, fruity rum drinks. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I'm with you on getting rid of fucking Canada, man. Those guys can't get through that. Ah. 
Their beer is terrible. Unibrow is the best. And if they play their cards right, if they play their cards right, they have the opportunity to change the flow and make it better to go counterclockwise. If we put a good country first, you could go counterclockwise. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I looked up the top 10 party countries in the world. And the, nice. number one, the number one was Thailand. So I'm going to replace Canada with Thailand. And okay, the name of the bar I'm thinking is going to be so called... many worse thoughts right now. That's fine. Because the name of the bar is going to be called Bangkok. <laughs> is it going to be like... Well, that the... that actually <laughs> falls in line with some of my <laughs> thoughts. Yeah. If they replace, if they replace the, uh, the, the Canada Pavilion, like, can they just make a 360 vision called like the, like the sex vacation? Uh, right? Sex... Experience. So, Pedophilia for days. Well, and that's the thing. So Bangkok I, is. The it will of... open up Disney to a whole new demographic. Oh my god! There's also my other favorite thing about Thailand is that they have a place called oh. Fuck It. Fuck It Thailand. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. So yeah, and, and basically, beautiful. you have yeah. just explained why that will never happen at Epcot. And they do. My have, vision like, could happen. Troll. They do have a really cool cult, some cultural, yeah, like architecture. That's wonderful. Architecture would be cool. Sure. Um, just saying. So. Just saying. Just saying. Right, moving on. This monkey is not my favorite Next. person right now. He just put what? a thing. I love him. Speaking. Yeah. Well, I he now works for a barbecue restaurant. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much he wants to talk that's about that. That's why he, he keeps up. pitching that shit. But. Well, what happened was while I was on the camping trip, I, I texted him like, hey, any chance you want to come by and visit and bring us some barbecue? <laughs> and all he started doing, he said, no, but here's some pictures of delicious barbecue. <laughs> so he so, kept sending so what you're pictures. saying is Mr. Monkey kept sending you pictures of his meat. He sent yes. me pictures of his meat. And in nice. fact, he said here, his question is, did you have any delicious barbecue during the camping trip this weekend? And no, because Scott, Dave, Dan, and I all tried to get him to bring us delicious barbecue and he did not so mr monkey hey, is taunting me you want me to tell you how to get he, delicious barbecue oh i can tell him this too and he knows what were you gonna say driving three hours south oh on Jeep saturday party? no i was gonna say instead of waiting until you want barbecue and inviting mr monkey invite him at the beginning and be like hey we're, well, all, yeah, getting, we're all getting together to go camping. So Not... basically you're trying to use Mr. Monkey right. for his meat. Hey, we need to move on. <laughs> I, I'm the victim here. I'm the victim here. You're not the victim. You snubbed him an invitation because you were using him for one very physical, tangible thing. So he's the victim. And now I'm, I'm the, the victim. victim because I'm having a party that you're just like snubbing. So yeah, you're kind of the asshole here. How did I... I'm the victim. How did I go from the victim to the asshole? Very quickly. Jesus. Um, let's, let's move on to Dizwire. Dizwire has a good, interesting... And this Rich, this is up your alley. Um, he wants us to remake an animated classic as a live action, but you change its genre. So he's saying, like, a psychological thriller rescue, rescuers. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, like, mm-hmm. what are, what's a classic uh, that you would remake as live action... And change its genre. Uh, I think the obvious is you can. I'm... Uh, oh, go, go. No, go. I want to hear the obvious. No, no. I was. And it's almost a joke. I would uh, remake Treasure Planet to Treasure Island. 
<laughs> and make and it make a pirate. It, yeah. Make it about pirates the way it was originally. No, um, but no, go ahead. I'll think of something for real. I would make um, uh, 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 Pocahontas live action, but make it like a comedy like Blazing Saddles. Like, you know, like, like, where it's just like a dumb comedy, like, uh, Blazing Saddles. I think that would be great. You got, you know, the, like, bumbling, stumbling John Smith comes in to save the, you know, quote unquote, save Pocahontas, and he just makes things terrible. Um, that's what I would do. Like, a, a dumb, uh, comedy. As opposed to an actual, like, documentary of what really happened and why Disney's. They can obviously allude to all the inaccuracies mm. in the movie between mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Pocahontas story in the movie and the real Pocahontas. So it'd be mm-hmm. fun. They'd make fun mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Make fun of that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Rhiannon? I was thinking something along the lines of redoing Mr. Toad's Wild Ride um, or Wind of the Willows. Wind of the Willows. Call it. Um, but to actually remake it um, into a serious drama where we really touch on addiction and substance abuse and, you know. <laughs> like, like an after school I mean, special? Well, no. The more like, you know. No, I the think movie. we'd have to like really just, just explore the life of an addict and what they go through and, and the people's lives that they ruin and hurt and, you know, maybe, like, there, obviously there has to be an intervention thrown in there at some point to try and set him straight and see what happens. So, you, like, Requiem for a Dream or Train Spotting. Sure, sure. Like, like, that, you know, I'm just saying within that vein. Within that vein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm just envisioning like, an episode of Intervention, but, like, featuring Mr. Toad. All right. I like it. How about Clue? How about that? Can we do Clue? But with Mr. Toad? Intervention. Yeah. I know. I was changing it completely. I was going to say... Yeah, you were. You yeah. messed up. Good job. What about the Lion... God, I'm telling you, rough. Yeah, dude. Uh, what about the Lion King, but, like, as an urban, like, gang? Like, oh. like a gang Ooh. war. Yeah, that would be Track. awesome. You know, where you find out that... It's actually the brother of the gang leader that's actually running the other yeah. gang. Lions lies matter. Yeah. Or it could be down here in Florida, and, and you know, like that scene where he's like, "What's that dark area?" And it could be filmed in Florida. Like that's Kissimmee. You don't go there. You don't ever go mm. there. Whenever go there, Simba. Never. Yeah. <laughs> that dark area. That's, that's Kissimmee. Yeah. You don't ever. That shady that area where the sun. That's one ninety two. Um, right. um, this is an interesting one. Scott um, Schlav One would like to know what Schlong? '80s song Schlong One. No, would like to know what '80s song best describes your favorite Disney drink. That is a great question. Um, Sweet dreams are made of made this. Of me. yeah, I like that. Yeah. What about? Uh, Oh, I was thinking, I'm thinking, my, I'm th- I immediately think of, of course, the back scratcher, but I'm thinking the Moscow Mule. I think like an, there's got to be like an 80s hairband song that would go well with a Moscow vodka drink, Moscow Mule. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing Tipsy Best in Love and Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. 
I love it. Man. I love it. Um, I'm thinking like, or how about some pour some sugar on me? Oh yeah. For like a real, yeah. For like a, a there's got to be a good drink for that. Possibly the back scratcher. Well, a margarita, because you you know you got to put that yeah, well, salt yeah. on the rim. Salt on the rim. So yeah. What are maybe, you doing? Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> Bad Mexican. Oh. Ooh, that got that could be dirty. Yeah, no, I was like, go again, do do that again. <laughs> Mexico malo. No, uh, that's not nearly as fun. You have a song, Rich, no. for a drink? Or? No, uh, gosh, there's so many. Like, that's where I'm having a hard Any time. Any Prince like, songs? No, nah, I'm song? actually looking more at, like the Pest Mode, like New Order. Uh, yeah. You know, that's like the '80s for me. But God, there's so many. There's so many. I just can't get enough. Nice. <laughs> Um, so, sweet drink of mine. <laughs> sweet, yeah, right. Well, so this leads into another Ask Sarah Boner question we had, which is from Polly, which was, "What song title encapsulates your drinking style?" I love his of "Love the One You're With." That is so great because that's that sort of great. me. People are always like, "What's your favorite?" And I'm like. I, I'm I love whatever's sitting in front of me. You know, that's what I'm that's yeah. what I'm loving. That's a great answer. So, I have a long answer to this question. Go. Okay. So obviously I have to like hold the candle closer to me so I can read this. Um so What what year are you doing your podcast in? <laughs> yeah. It's citronella. Yeah, I watch out those no seams. So, anyways, what I did to answer his question, um, because obviously I just couldn't, I couldn't pick one. Um, I I happen the way I listen to music is I keep a running playlist on Spotify, and I whenever I discover new music, I drag songs into it, and when I get sick of a song, I drag it out of it. So I just like constantly have this one playlist that I just always listen to. Sure. And so. Right now, it comprises 168 songs. So I decided to just look at this one playlist to try and get an idea of how to answer this question. And let me tell you, there are so many possible answers. So I wrote down the runners-ups, of which there are many, and then I picked one that I thought was the best. So, here we go. <clears throat> the many songs, song titles, that could encapsulate my drinking style. Ego-free, sex-free. Heart's a mess. <laughs> oh. Lo- love is blindness. Ooh. Just like fire. Raging. I walk the line. Ooh. Whatever. Unsteady. Misery, Gone Insane, Blood Loss, Grounds for Divorce, Oh, that's, Hurt yeah. Me, yeah. Uh, Where Is My Mind, Way Down We Go, Wake Up Call, Madness, Animal, Shock to Your System, Now I'm All Messed Up, Dancing on My Own, Still Breathing, Wild Things, Can't Catch Me, Friendly Fires, my heart don't know when to stop. Doomed. I really want you to hate me. Sorry. If I told you this was killing me, would you stop? Never ending circles. Bulletproof. Howling. Shameless. Sedated. Blackout days. 
am I safe? And the winner goes to the good, the bad, and the dirty. Definitely. Definitely. So. I have one that goes for mine. I hope you can hear it. <laughs> because when I go, I often drink just domestic. Blame it all on my room. <laughs> I got friends in low places, uh, is what I'll go with. Are any know. of those actual 80s songs, is my question. No, that wasn't the question. Yeah, We no, just switched this, to all this, songs. No, this is a new question. This is Polly's question, that if you had to define your drinking style by any song of any decade, it was name the song title that encapsulates your drinking style. Oh. So I named 20 different song titles and then picked a winner. I totally got lost in there somewhere. Friends in low places we is clearly mine. I think my liver would appreciate a lot of those. You know, I mean, if I told you this was hurting me, would you stop? <laughs> <laughs> I think mine would just be drinking again by Frank Sinatra. Oh, it's a little classic crank. Mm. So, should we do other Polly's questions? Yeah. Awkward what? silence. Did, did we lose drunk? Can you can't hear us? No, we can hear you. Oh, there I am. Can we, let's do Poly. Yeah, Poly. Can we do Poly's choice? So yeah, so great. you had Poly's choice, and he also had another Poly question. So. Of course. He, he does nothing for weeks and then gives us like five in a row. Right? So we go all night. Um, yeah. This is an interesting <laughs> one. Um, yeah. He's going to do Poly's choice. There's three. <laughs> you got a uh, bulldoze. Fast Pass and Refurb, ESPN Wide World of Sports Grill. Now remember, that's the one at Wide World of Sports, not ESPN Club. So ESPN Wide World of Sports Grill, Block and Hans, the Cart and uh, the American Adventure, and Spice Road Table are the, well, the this three. This fucks up my answer because I thought he was referring to the one on the boardwalk. ESPN Club. No, it's ESPN yeah. Wide World Sports Grill at the Fuck. ESPN Wide World Sports. All right, well, then I have to go last because I don't know. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just going to go I'm ahead so and say. I'm so prepared. I'm going to refurb Block and Hans into a full beer bar in the American Adventure, which needs a bar, um, especially one that overlooks the concert area so you could hang out in the bar and watch the concert. It would be amazing. Um, so I'm going to go with Block and Hans, expand and refurb. I'm going to um, get rid of, destroy Spice Road Table. It doesn't need to be there. Um, there's plenty of other places to go in Epcot. And I'm actually going to fast pass ESPN Wireless Sports Grill because if you go there, you need this there. It needs to be there. If you're going over there to watch some other kind of a sporting event, you got to have the Wide World Sports Grill. So I'm going to keep, I'm going to fast pass that. I'm I'm ready. Go. Go. Okay, so I'm I'm kind of different. I am going to bulldoze ESPN Wide World of Sports Grill. Not that they don't need something good there. It's just that they need something good there, and that's not it. So, <laughs> yeah, true. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of that and you know put up some 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 other sort of really good um, sports bar where you can really go and enjoy yourself and. Um, I'm going to also rehab Block and Hands, but I want to do more of a Cheers style bar. Oh, since awesome. there's not a lot of room at the American Adventure, I think it'd be cool if there was like a little like set of stairs that you just went down 
and and there you were. You had this this great this great bar underneath. Oh, um, it'd be wonderful. Yeah, and I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna fast pass Spicer Table because I actually really enjoy every time I've ever been there. I'm gonna ignore the question and go with my original. Get the one you actually planned. Yeah, I am because fuck it. Um, so in my original answer, assuming that he was talking about the ESPN Club on Boardwalk, I had myself fast passing that, um, especially given Rich your friends reinterpretation of the menu and everything hey, yeah so i had myself marrying that i'm oh, sorry <clears throat> fast passing that yeah. um and then i had myself actually and i know this is going to come as a shock to many people but i had myself bulldozing block and hans just because it's a card the way it is right now it's sad it it's not only I mean, it was great in theory to have craft offerings in the American Pavilion, but as we all know, it's only open half the time you're there, and even when it is open, they've really cut down the selection. So it really, it's not what I think it should be, could be, etc. So I have myself just bulldozing that and refurbing Spicer a table because I think that especially given its location right alongside the lagoon, it could be so much more. And so if we could just refer that into being the ghost of Block and Hans and offering amazing things where you can go and just, like, grab a cocktail and sit at one of the tables that are never occupied, but, like, sit there as a bar, I think that would be pretty cool. So that was my answer. So sorry I'm not sticking to the rules, but <laughs> that's what it is. Um. Polly, yeah, Polly did a whole slew here. So we're going to move into yeah. uh, fast answer mode as we are pushing uh, quite a ways on oh, the podcast. Okay. We're Boom! Let's go! Move to fast. From now on, we are in fast answer mode as we're yes. going to get through these. Um, let's go to trade a body part with each of your cohorts, co- each of your cohort co-hosts, which yeah, would it be and why? Um, <laughs> do, you, do you have the one prepared, Rhiannon? I do, but I'll let you guys go first. I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to have to take boobs because you could just just enjoy Long. boobs all the time. All right, yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh-huh. And from, I will take, <laughs> I don't want to take anything of Richard. I know, right? This is the worst. I don't want to take anything. So I'll go with, like, what's the least um, awkward thing? Like, I mean, I want the most, maybe his hair. How's that? <laughs> like, God, God you guys are weird. I was like the least. What's the least uh, intimate part uh-huh, of uh-huh. Skipper Dick? So you didn't specify which hair. Oh, head, head on his hair, <laughs> head, hair on his head. Wait, oh, he has that there? That's weird. What? Boo! Again. So take some body parts, Skipper. <laughs> oh man. Um. So can I take? Since they're on your body now, can I take the boobs? From you. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I, you got to go with the boobs for sure. Really? Then, I, my boobs aren't that great. Um, still, they're better. They're better than nothing. They're not my defining feature. <laughs> um, and then from drunky. 
Oh, man. I did like the line that, that your liver wrote about how <laughs> drunk he had an extra organ in him already this, yeah, this screw weekend. Screw you, liver. <laughs> screw you, Maybe. <laughs> um, oh, man. I guess, well, hair is too dumb. I'm going to say the hand that you don't use, if you know what I mean. Oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you your favorite hand, and I'll take the other one. Wow. All right. So my answer was, <laughs> um, obviously, the first thing I thought of was, you know, some extra organs, because... Lord knows I might come to need one, but I figure between the three of us, no livers are good. So uh, for Drunko, I went with his eyes because I always wish I had blue eyes, but I don't. So Drunko, I'm taking your eyes. Skippa, I feel like I mean, your liver is probably fucked, but how are your kidneys? So I'm going to take one of your kidneys. Just assuming, like, will you match or something, so. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm a universal donor, so. Yeah, so. Eyes and kidneys. All right. Let's continue this lightning round. <laughs> and Drunko's dead. Yep. This is why I didn't take his liver. Well, he's he took his eyes. He can't read. He can't read the. Uh, no, that's true. He could talk. I mean, he could, like, and hear. So he could hear and respond to us. Yeah. So what you said, uh, Finn wants to know: Are you which Epcot attraction are you? Would you are you more excited for Frozen or New Soren? Sorry. Frozen. No, <gasps> no actually, no. Nice. I'm excited for both. Um, I'd like to see the New Soren ride. I love the music. I can't wait. To, I'm yeah. excited to hear the new music. I, yeah, I want to see um, twenty minutes long. Um, Paulie wants to know a restaurant mashup for style and cuisine. Which would you yes. pick? He wants hibachi style breakfast. That is pretty cool. I would, I've always thought that would be cool. They have that here in Florida. You can go and make your pancakes in the middle of your table. It's pretty awesome. Um, so that would be pretty cool. I agree. Yeah. Um, let's see. I want a... Ooh, go, somebody go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I went with a mashup of afternoon tea and happy hour because I want the refinery of an afternoon tea and the hour of an afternoon tea but instead of pouring tea, I want you to be using actual like teapots and and cups and saucers, but with alcohol. And instead of like finger sandwiches and scones and and tarts, I want like wings and nachos. I love it. Cool. Love it, Skipper. Um, I really I, I I think that hibachi thing is almost like the perfect answer. Like he stole. Yeah, the perfect it's great. Answer. The best answer. Yeah, that's really the best answer. Um, and and it just reminds me because one of my dreams is breakfast appetizers. Like I don't know why we can't get mm-hmm. breakfast appetizers. Yeah, no, that's totally true. You know, so maybe that's it. Maybe it's just like a Fridays that serves breakfast, so they can offer you all that other yeah. bullshit that you don't really need but want. I want, like, a really good, I don't know if this is exactly answering the question right, I've always thought a better, like, a, like a uh, Panera, but for Italian food. You know, like a quick service, there but not like Sabaro like from the mall. Yeah, Fazoli's or whatever, but good. I want it good. Well. Yeah, like, I want Panera. <laughs> that's the problem. 
<laughs> I want Panera, but with Italian food is what I want. So, like a good quick service. So I don't know if that's exactly what we're looking for, but that. Um, which of the four Enchanted Tiki Room hosts would you like to go drinking with? Uh, Mike, M-W-S-T-F-L, I'd like to know. Um, Fritz! Out with Jose. Yeah, I was going to say Jose also. Yay! I'm glad that nobody decided to go for new management, because fuck those guys. Mm, yeah, they're yeah, the worst. Oh, except for outside, the, the lawyers, when you had... um. Or the the managers you had this, um um what was his name from Saturday Night Live Paul Paul not Paul Harvey Paul Hartman Phil Hartman Phil Hartman <laughs> okay you got there I got there eventually <laughs> Phil Hartman was outside and that was awesome that part was great so that I'll go to um, Char it's oh she's she wanted to let everyone to do sour boners oh I love this one Brian Dirt Cheap Disney he changed his name Brian went to, I think we already talked about that but Dirt Cheap Disney wants to know. If you could have one animatronic from any park for your personal collection, other than Harrison Ford's hand, which would you call? Oh! You know Just kidding. You could, he didn't say that. You can say Harrison Ford's hand, but um, what would you want for your personal collection? Oh, my gosh. That's a great, great question. Um, wouldn't you want the Yeti, Rhiannon? Well, I actually, I, I was thinking about Harrison Ford's hand, and I, you know, they always say that, Many hands make light work, and so I thought I probably need their hand. So I was thinking, wouldn't you think that Lincoln's hand be pretty sizable? Yeah, I think that would be a good choice. From Hall of Presidents, it seems like it'd be skinnier, but like a little bit skinnier than I mean, Harrison he's, Ford's. He's hand. known for being tall, and he's known for having Lanky. club feet. So. <laughs> I hadn't heard that part, so that's interesting. Yeah, so I think I think his hands are probably good size. Um, honestly, my favorite has always been for some reason. I think the little rabbits, like when you're on uh, Splash Mountain, mm. the rabbit that's sweeping the porch. I like oh, that. I, rabbit. I like cool. I like rabbits too. Yeah, this the <laughs> rabbit that's, that's sweeping the porch. She's being naughty, and I like it. Oh, I like. Okay, let's let's keep let's, let's keep that theme going. Um, I want that no, in the time. Skipper? Uh, it's got to be one of the ones from the Haunted Mansion. I was going to say the Hatbox Ghost, but I think it would scare me in the middle of the night. So yeah, terrible. I'm going to say the little uh, the little uh, guy that's like guarding the the graveyard at the bottom with the little skinny dog. Yeah, and skinny yeah, yeah he's awesome. scared. Yeah, I'd love to have that guy. Inside I, or outside, would you put it? Uh, oh, that guy, he would be sitting outside my front door just the whole time. <laughs> nice. You know, just to... I like it. Yeah, it'd be cool. Okay. Cool. Keep, we'll keep, try to keep these going real quick. Um, let's see. Uh, I saw this one. Oh, Christy408 wants to know, um, on Disney Cruise Line, would you rather have Trader Sam's Cantina Bar or Jock Lindsay's? And what specialty mug would you crave for it? Oh, Rit, I, I, I'm going to go Jock Lindsay's and go with... Uh, an awesome cruise line, but uh, that'd be awesome. Like, like well, it looks like the cruise ship. So, like a Nautilus, an inner tube. like a cruise ship. Yes, or an inner tube, possibly. Mm. Well, I was gonna say I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with Trader Sam's, and I'm gonna say like a life preserver. So it's, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you, you you put you drink out of the, like the where the the head would go, and it just. And Trader Sam's would actually be better on the island. Oh man, yeah, that'd be so cool. 
Yeah, that would be great on the island. Um, which one are you going for, Rhiannon? Um, I guess Jack Lindsay's and maybe some kind of plane type apparatus. So probably similar in size and awkwardness to drink out of as the Nautilus, yeah. but a plane. Um, <laughs> what's the correct one year at Disney wants to know what's the correct way to approach a three o'clock radio host or other podcast host in the park for a hug or photo? <laughs> you yell back scratcha. That's the best way. You just yell back scratcha. Yeah, I'm gonna need. Do you need to see a tweet uh, at me? That like I am near you. Super creepy. <laughs> so the creepier. The and then I'm gonna be like, okay, who are you? And then I have like five minutes to either say Run. yes, okay, or oh shit, I have a fast pass. Gotta go. Yeah, but yelling back scratch are always strong. Or just um, be like, hey, can I buy you a beer? That's always a good no, one. No, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, that works. Right? Yeah. If you walk up. Yeah, I'm a horror. Not a pre served drink, though. I want to see it for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You have to be like, I learned that from, uh, from who was it? Andy Richter once told a story about that. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Somebody says, like, hey, let's watch Andy Richter on uh, LSD. Let's hand him this. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> Scott Sanders, if if you don't like the fact that we promote the boat, uh, the book, Scott Sanders uh, threw in a question to promote his podcast. What question do we have about Castaway Key that you'd like to answer on his podcast? So there how, it is. How soon uh, will we have a Trader Sam's on Castaway Key? Yeah, okay, Trader Sam's on Castaway Key. Tell us about your thoughts on Trader Sam's on Castaway Key. I'd love to hear about that. Um, followed up by Colin, who says, "What day are we gonna? Well, when are we gonna pick a day for the three o'clock radio Disney cruise?" It's yeah, things he's paying for it. Let's do no. let's do fall where it's still warm, but we get d- cheaper rates because it's hurricane season. I was going to say early February, so that we have time to save up for it. Plus, it's my birthday. Now, I just like it when it's hotter though. Like I, I want like a real like beach type of thing. So I'd rather do like hot weather though. It's a Caribbean. It's it's always fucking hot. Yeah, it's, uh, no. There's times where like the boat doesn't False. even go to Castaway Key because it's too crappy weather. Yeah, hurricane weather, dumbass. Yeah, but that will at least Let's get out of the way and go somewhere warm, and then not go to that awesome island. I think this. I think Ben Bowers. I mean, it's a good question, and I like Ben, but he's asking us about non-alcoholic drinks. What's the best place to get a non-alcoholic drink for his pregnant wife? Of course, he wants to get alcoholic. Fuck. <laughs> he's asking because he wants to go and get, but like, not leave her a out. Raceway. Uh, Honestly, Trader Sam's. Yeah, Trader yeah. Sam's. Trader Sam's has good non-alcoholic drinks, and they come in their own. They actually, they actually, I would so the real answer is Trader Sam's has really good <sighs> non-alcoholic. Drinks. I mean, I fine for the fucking answer to this stupid question. Goddamn, um, okay. I would go with either Thirsty River Bar or uh, Jock Lindsay's. She's pregnant. <laughs> well, that's her problem, not mine. Well, and that's why he's asking for advice. He's not asking well, to I take did, you I there. gave two answers. I gave oh two answers. God. You're so angry about it. Yeah, I am. Why is a little Disney fan call herself backup plan? Oh. She wants to know where her signed back scratcher is. Uh, probably, probably, you probably left it when you white-fanged Skipper Dick. Oh, shit. That was awesome. <laughs> no, I think the correct answer is it's in the mail. <laughs> uh, oh, is that is that the correct answer? Some, 
Who has them right I now? I have them all. We have, so it's not in the yeah. mail. I have all the signed back stretchers. So you should send her one. I thought we were going to have something so that people could, like... Yeah, we're going to have a contest. She's earned it! I love her, but I don't know if anybody's earned one yet. Dude. We're going to have a contest. Where's the time? We are going to have... Dude. Um, we're gonna have ways to to win to win yeah, or she's lose. She's already won it. Good. Just centered. Oh my god. So um, let's see if that calls it. Um, Shannon do review wants to know mash two Disney movies together. What would you choose? Oh, that would be actually kind of funny. Um, like you said, like The Lion King and like. <laughs> so, I'm trying to think of that. That was a great idea of like changing. I like the idea of changing a classic movie. So I'm thinking, like, I'd want to do, um, uh, like, I always want to change, like, I'd love to do, like, um, uh, I don't know. That's a good, yeah, that's a good, that's good, I, would, good I would do Atlantis and The Little Mermaid. Hmm. Oh, great idea. I would do Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan because, Ooh. A, Mary Blair, and B, you could have Alice exploring Neverland and being like, what the fuck? And Peter being like, oh, like, I'm going to ditch Wendy to, like, hook up with you. And she'd be like, dude, I'm just trying to find my way. Oh, that'd be Oh, I love it. I like where you're going with that. Peter Pan. How about Peter Pan and Inside Out? I think that would be a pretty interesting one. A lot you of interesting to, you ways. You want to see that. The, in, the innards of Peter's mind? Yeah. Like the Inside Out of, P, of Peter Pan. Hmm. Oh, there you go. All right. I think we did it. Any final thoughts? This and we're week? done. We got, we got through. Yeah, exactly. We got through them. Um, anybody, any final thoughts this week? We are borderline the longest show we've ever done. I know. The le- yeah. Usually the, the when we have the least amount of planned stuff, it goes longer. God, no kidding. I, I had notes this time. Yeah, you did. Uh, problem, no, my yes. only thought is uh, Rhiannon's rabbit. <laughs> her her Which love one? for rabbits. Uh, the purple. One. Can I, I would, oh, I I have actually a tidbit. Oh, this is a this is a true story. So, back in two thousand four, um, my best friend and I we both were in need of new rabbits, so we went together to purchase new rabbits, and we get home and it's like we have to name our rabbits. And true story, I named mine Sven, and she named hers Olaf. And now, over a decade later, look at Frozen. What? What? Yeah. True story. Guys... True fucking story. That's amazing. Do you have any it. other predictions? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. That's actually that would be a better lawsuit than the guy that tripped and broke his ankle. Oh, I like that. Okay. That's actually I think yeah. a, a more. That's a better so Disney lawsuit. stole our yeah. rabbit names. I so. love it. Yeah, I think that's a better. I think that has more merit. Thank you. Um, so I think I see it. That's the final float coming by. <laughs> Rhiannon's <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> Made a rabbit. Nice. Hopping by, hopping by, hopping by. Rhiannon's rabbits are the final float on the three o'clock parade this time. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. Ask Sour Boner. I never meant to call you in your pain. I never meant to call you in your pain.
Let me guide you 